There you go. Pull that microphone. There, there we go. Now We're back. Me. We're back. Number four. Um, man, everybody, everybody watching today, it's just Eric and I this time. We decided to uh, to just stick to the two of us today. Had some. It's going to be story time a, a little bit today. Um, going over some things that we've encountered here recently, and, and thought we'd talk about this stuff. And I think probably after the first of the year, it'll it'll parlay a little bit more into real estate. Um, and, and their perspective more so than ours when it comes to to roofing. But today we kind of wanted to talk about the good, the bad, the the ugly of real estate. Um, and it's going to be good cop, bad cop. And today I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be bad cop because a couple of interactions I've had recently uh, and recently, and then not so recently, a couple of things that I wanted to go over that um, really affect the, I guess the transaction when it comes to a home and with relation to the roof. Um, one specifically last week that was that was unique for me, <laughs> and um, then one a couple years ago that was a, a really bad situation for a homeowner. Um, and just people people don't know, so I, I think these stories will will somewhat educate, um, you know, things to look out for right when you're going into this. And I know the the market's a little bit different right now, but but no better time to to learn about things that could be pitfalls um, than right now when maybe you're thinking about it in the future or, or whenever it may be. I'm really excited. We're going to start talking trash about people. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Man, yeah. We're going yeah. hard on people. Yeah. This may be the last episode. This could be it. It could be four and done. Yeah. yeah. But then Eric, on the other hand, he, he's he got some some stories. And, and we've had plenty of these. I mean, more often than not, things can go really, really well. Um, so he has a couple of stories of of good things that happen and, and interactions we've had with with realtors and homeowners right. to to help them through the process where it really ended up, you know, best for all parties. So. Yeah. So anyway, so that's where we're going with that today. But you know, it's uh, it's Christmas time. It's almost almost, it's almost here. here. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, it feels like Honolulu outside today. <laughs> Strangely enough, I think it's pushing eighty degrees in December. So um, yeah, here, here I we think go. tomorrow the the cold front comes in. Uh, will it stay here until uh, probably March? not? No, no, probably not. I've kept hearing that we're going to have like the coldest winter ever, but don't it's looking so. like it's, it's, it's so almost. Far, 80, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I picked corduroy today by accident. I went outside. I was like, ooh, I that, know. I got the, the vest back choice. on, and I'm like, ooh, man, yeah, I did not need this today. Yeah, well, you're representing the company. That's well, right. So yeah, it's on this side. There it is. Speaking of the company, our company is uh, we're growing. So we yes. we hired a couple of guys in the past couple of weeks, which has been fun. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the stories I'm going to tell here shortly, I had one of our guys out with us. I was like, this is going to be a great learning experience and, uh, turned into <laughs> not so much, I guess, at least from a roofing standpoint and right. learning what's on a roof. But, uh, but anyway, things are fun and, and looking yeah. good and we're excited about the end of the year and even more so mm -hmm. about the first of the year. So, so yeah, so here we go. Um, so again, back to real estate. So I'm, I'm going to tell a specific story that happened to me a week ago today. Um, it's a really interesting deal because there's there's been multiple people that that were involved in this. Um, so we we have a homeowner, a current homeowner who's who's looking to sell a property, right? And then we have another guy who's wanting to buy this property. So the other people involved in this are uh, you have a couple of realtors, obviously. Then he has his insurance agent who's hoping to be able to write a property or write a policy on this specific property. So a, a lot of things happened prior to me even getting involved. Um, one, you know, there's the general inspection that took place on the home and we see this yeah. every time. So an inspector goes out 
he inspects the property from, you know, interior, exterior, and this is a pretty steep roof. And we see this, you know, probably 10 out of 10 times when it's a steep roof, your inspectors aren't really doing a super thorough and they're not walking the roof most of the time. No, no. I mean, they might have a drone or something, take a few pictures, but, but typically the, the verbiage that you see in that inspection report is, you know, we have identified some issues However, we recommend you have a roofing professional come out and and make a determination on, you know, how good or bad this this roof may be. So so that had taken place on this specific roof. And I guess they had noted a few things. So the homeowner just preemptively went ahead and filed a claim on his roof. Um, so he's with a, a carrier we won't name. Um, <laughs> to be unnamed. <laughs> yeah. But they came out and they said, there's no damage. Your roof is functioning fine. So as a homeowner, you're like, great, this yeah. is not going to hold up. I the sale. The box, this right. is good. But the, the buyer had another roofing company other than us go out, take a look. And he said, no, this, this roof is in terrible condition. Um, there's hail damage all over it. And the homeowner at this point is like, now, wait a minute. Yeah. I've already had someone out My here. Insurance and has been out here. But this guy's like, no, man, it, it, it's got hail all over it. Well, the homeowner at that point, says, well, we have a class four impact resistant roof. So we haven't had any hail big enough. That's going to do damage to my roof. And we'll, we'll get a little bit into the impact resistance piece here in a minute. So, so at that point, the homeowner's already confused, not super happy. Well, then he, the homeowner has another roofing company come out who happened to be the roofer who who put this specific roof on his home. I believe it was five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, this is the piece that yeah, I really I don't, don't understand. Um, but he said, no, no, your insurance company's correct. The, the roof is functioning as it should. And those were the words to him. And so to me, that's, that's interesting. I mean, every roof is typically functioning, functioning as, as it, it should. should, but, but then, so at that point, the, the insurance agent that was working with this specific buyer said, Hey man, I, I'm getting conflicting information here. Could you go take a look? kind of be the final one who agrees or disagrees right. with whatever party is. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll go out and take a look. No, he said that to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is when we got the call. Yeah. And so knowing full well, like I'm, I'm not getting this job, right? The, there's a the homeowner yeah. already has a guy that he's worked with in the past, obviously trust, you know, the seller doesn't have much control in this specific situation and it's already contentious. So I go out, <clears throat> meet the homeowner immediately. And his, his already a little bit, um, standoffish, I guess you will. Yeah. He's like, look, man, I've got a class four impact resistant roof. I can handle two inch hail. Um, you know, so it, my roof should be fine. fine. He's like, here, walk out in the backyard with me. Let's, let's take a look at this roof from the ground. Stand on the ground and look at the roof. Yeah. Switch. We, we've talked <laughs> yeah. about this. It's really hard to see stuff from the ground, but we go out on the back porch and I'm looking up and I'm like, I mean, I'm actually seeing some Can't stuff. See it, yeah. And I'm like, look, you know, you're probably right. You do have an impact resistant roof. I'm not aware of any significantly large hail that's, that's hit in this area, but just so I can report back to them that, yeah, this is, this is good. They won't have any trouble writing a policy on this. If I can just look at it with my own eyes so I can relay that message, that'd be great. And I'll be out of your hair in just a few minutes. He begrudgingly says, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and do that. And so go out, grab the ladder. The homeowner goes with me. Um, I throw my ladder up immediately. I'm like, oh my God, there's hail everywhere. And I'm not talking hail where you kind of have to look to find it. It's everywhere. It's obvious. And it's sizable. I mean, it's like maybe bigger than golf ball size stuff. And I'm just like, oh God, 
this is going to be a really bad situation. Yeah, this conversation. So I'm, I stay well. up on the ladder and I'm just kind of touching stuff. And I'm like, all right, how, how are we going to do this? And so I start talking to the homeowner again. Do you take pictures maybe and show it to him in that situation or what do you, I actually gave him the opportunity to come on, come oh, up okay. on the ladder. Um, and at that point he says, no, I've been up there. I've seen it. Um, but, but the roof is, is functioning as it should, which again, somebody really hung has, up on has that, fed yeah. him this information. I said, you know, from a, a really technical standpoint, if you had some sort of cosmetic waiver from an insurance policy, then if the matting's not broken, then technically, yes. But hail damage is hail damage. If those granules are missing and been impacted into the mat, it's hail damage. Right. And it's going to continue to degranulate over time, right? I mean, we, we see it all the time. Yeah. We see hail damage from five years ago, and it sure as hell hadn't gotten yeah, any better, it doesn't get better over time, right? right? So he says, no, I've seen what you're talking about. I was like, well, let me just see if there's a, a, a couple more spots up here. Um, and maybe this is just an area and, you know, maybe I'm misdiagnosing. Knowing full well yeah, I'm not. It's, it's obvious. So, so I move on and it's just everywhere. And, you know, when, we're, we're, when we are meeting an insurance adjuster out there, you know, it's a 10 by 10 square. They want 12 hits, 15 hits, you know, who knows what it is today. It'll yeah. be different tomorrow probably. But it's, it's easy 20 hits in a square. And again, That's they're crazy. all bigger than a golf ball. And so I look down at the gentleman and I say, sir, I, I don't know what to tell you. This is totally unexpected based upon everything that you've told me, but, but your roof is blasted with hail. And I, I just, I don't know what else to say. And he throws his hands up. He is furious. <laughs> I, I don't know with me, the situation, all of it throws his hands up. It's like, well, I'm going to lose the sale now. I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. He says, well, y'all can go. You just go. I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but, but that so y'all didn't have a beer after that or no, we, we did not. Out. I don't okay. think I'm getting no a handshake. Christmas card. This no year. high five. Fairly certain. Of <laughs> no. It. no. Okay. All right. Um, so, I mean, that's the, the worst case scenario because one, I go back, well, let's start with the roofer, right? The roofer who put that roof on, why, why he wouldn't would want to sell a new roof and, and buy understand. this thing. I, I don't get that. Um, do you think you he know, was afraid of the, the customer himself? Like what he said about, Oh, I can't sell the house now. Like if there was, anything I do. There? And so, and, and that's something we'll talk more about too, is because on real estate deals, you have typically a contractor who's representing the seller. And then you have a contractor who's representing the buyer. Right. And I think a lot of times they tell each what they want to hear, right? Yeah. Not just being totally honest. Um, because that guy's motivated to sell. I think the house has been on the market for a little bit. He's ready to go. Yeah. Right. And so, these sort of things with the roof specifically, and when insurance is denying it, it's just going to drag that process out longer. Now, there's ways you can get around it. Obviously, you could just offer money um, at closing to the buyer, and they can do that. But in this specific case, I mean, insurance is on the hook yeah. for this. And so that that's the bigger thing with this one is the insurance company came out like a lot of them um, are doing right now. And in the beginning, they're just saying no. And so at that point, it does. It becomes a fight. You know, you, we, we've got to go out, photo document, every, every, photo document the entire roof, show them what we're seeing. We've got to come up with an estimate. Then we have to send it into them, hoping it gets to the right desk. Then that person has to agree to send another adjuster out. And hopefully at that point you get the roof bought, but we're seeing it a lot now where that's not the final step. Yeah. Um, so you know, we're having to go that. to appraisal right. and appraisal, you know, there's certain time constraints that they have to operate within just in getting back to you but I think it's 30 or 60 days. And so that, that takes some time there. Then they have to agree to have that appraiser come out. You have to get on their schedule. So that can take months. Right. So we've seen appraisals take a year. Yeah. 
So obviously when you're trying to sell your home, you don't that, have that kind of time. That's a problem, right? Um, so, so I understand the homeowner's frustration completely because, you know, and rightfully so we talked about this last time too, is you're going to trust your insurance mm -hmm. company that you've been with potentially for 20 years right. over a couple of contractors that you may or may not know telling, you know, you got damaged because you're just thinking they want to sell, sell the roof. And so, I mean, me, I'm a totally independent party in this specific story because I know full well, like I, I told the homeowner this, like, look, I'm just out here as eyes. I know you have a relationship with your you got a contractor. I'm, or whoever, I'm not getting right. this. So I'm going to be 100% transparent open and honest with you, which I was. Right. But I think insurance has changed a lot just in the last six to 12 months. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. I used to, yeah, you trust your insurance yeah. guy, whatever, but now because they've gotten so tight on everything, and everything yeah. that I think it's a harder thing to overcome. It really is. Yeah. And, and so, but again, who, who do you trust in that situation? Right. right? I uh, trust you, Cody. <laughs> well, I think I, I wish everybody did Mike, but, but that guy didn't know me. So I, you know, as upset as he was with me and as uncomfortable as that situation was, I felt bad for him because he, he really got put in a bad yeah, situation. He's got four different people telling him four different things. Absolutely. But, but it started with this specific adjuster who went out there and told him he didn't have damage. I mean, I don't care if you've been roofing for a, a year, a month, a week. I, I could have you never shown you a picture of hail. You're like, Holy crap. What's wrong with this? Hail. What's wrong with this roof? Yeah. What's going on? So it's, so it's just a really bad situation there. But again, it goes back to what we've talked about so many times is really having somebody you can, you can trust. And you know, not everybody's going to come to us. I, I wish they would, but man, you got to do your research and find people who are going to be honest with you and not tell you just what you want to hear. Well, and on the transaction side, just from experience dealing with those is that if you have a buyer that thinks there's roof damage and you have a seller that won't admit that there or that, that doesn't think that there's roof damage, then he's thinking he's not going to sell his house because there's roof damage. Whereas the buyer is just like, no, we'll buy the house. Just fix the roof. Just fix the right. roof. Just fix the roof. Fix the roof. Yeah. But if you don't fix the roof, then we're not going to buy the house. And that's kind of my story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and they can't really, because they're not going to be able to get insurance. Oh, it'd be that. enough time. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, no, so what will happen is the insurance company is going to write a policy for that house. Yeah. And then they're going to send an inspector out there after that policy's been or taken into effect. And then that guy's going to say, well, you Pretty have sure. 60, 90 days to get this taken care of. And this isn't a small repair. This yeah. is a whole roof. And it's a big roof. I mean, we're talking, I think it was probably a 4,000 square foot house. So we're talking wow. to 80 squares. Um, but again, it, it, it's the time that becomes so problematic. So yes, you could still close. And I'm, again, I'm speaking way out of school here with regard to the negotiations and the realtors and what all they can put in the contract. But y'all still could do that and we carry it out and we can still fight that fight for you. Just knowing if, if things don't go well, I guess, you know, the well, couldn't the seller's insurance company, couldn't they go out and say, okay, yeah, we're going to replace this yeah, roof. And then yeah. you still close and it absolutely. may take a little while. Put it in the yeah, contract absolutely. and have timelines out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, let's say for whatever reason, they can't make it work within the time constraints. Maybe they meet in the middle and, you know, there's just money involved the, and we can still the get the roof and, done or yeah. whomever can, can get the roof done. But, but yeah, so that, that's the worst case scenario for both of them because he's not getting an insurance policy. I wouldn't, I told the guys like, man, I, I personally, if I was buying this house, I, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't buy it. Man. Just knowing full well that I'm going to have problems long-term. And the other problem is let's just for hypothetical sake, say that insurance did go ahead and write you a policy. Well, then another year later, you have a hailstorm and you want to file a claim and maybe it's small, but then they see all this other big stuff. So you would think hail's hail and we're going to ride it. They're going to say, no, I'm sorry. That hail predated. It doesn't correlate have yeah, now. Exactly. So sorry, you're out of luck. 
you're going to have to pay for it out of pocket. So there's just a lot of negative that can come from these situations. So, you know, you, you got to trust your contractor. You got to trust the insurance carrier, which as Mike said, you know, it's, it's really difficult right now because they have tightened up, but you got to be willing to fight the fight. And so we'll, we'll talk, I guess. Well, that's why it's super important to get a, a, an insurance company and a rep based system. I mean, I tell people all the time when they're getting mortgages, don't, you know, say what don't go with the geicos and the progressives of the world because when you're calling 1-800 numbers and you're trying to get stuff you, figured no out that way, you got nobody fighting in your in yeah. your corner yeah. you have to have an agent Local because representation right like car insurance whatever but but with your house because it's yeah. all of the premium is built into the that roof i mean that's, that's what right. you're paying for when you that's pay it. for insurance that's yeah. what you're paying for yeah yeah no doubt so so having that in your corner is big and because you know we had brad on last time brad would be the first one to go look, we, we've got a sale going on here. We need to bump this up and we need to get somebody else's eyes on yeah. this. But but knowing this specific carrier and, and how they work, it, it, this one's going to be a, a long be a, haul yeah. for them. It'll be drug so, up for a long time. So anyway. So, so the that, problem sounds like it's the insurance company, really, right? Because they won't they won't admit or they won't yeah. come to terms with the fact that there's serious damage on that roof. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's kind of the, the MO nowadays. You just hear the, you know, no, there's no damage, um, hoping that that homeowner or seller buyer, whatever goes away. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then that's where we kind of step in and we can't have that, that further conversation. We know the next steps. And again, in a real estate transaction, um, time is of the essence. Yeah. So sometimes you don't have that time and you got to extend things out, but, um, well, he's always going to have that problem. Any, exactly. any new buyer is, that comes yeah, along. The next buyer is going to do it. the same yeah. thing. That, and, yeah. and really in that situation, I, you know, I don't know who the people are involved in here, but the, the listing agent, the one that's he's, that needs to be the one to tell him, Hey, look, you know, do I've done this before. Yeah. We've been down this road. Yeah. It's your insurance. Your insurance yeah. is the problem. Well, and again, I don't fully know about all the real estate disclosure and everything, but they've got multiple inspections now stating that there's roof damage. Yes. Right? And then, so that has to be turned over to any potential buyer. Yep. So it's, it's out there, whether that buyer has another contractor come in and look at it or not, it doesn't matter. It's, yep. it's been fully documented. So the, and, and, and that's the hardest part for people to understand when it comes to claims. Let's just assume it wasn't hail damage, right? It was just an old degranulated, terrible roof. Just because an insurance adjuster says that roof is good or they not, there's good, not storm damage. There's not storm damage on it. So we're not paying for anything. That does not mean that roof is good. Right. So as a buyer, you have to be able to differentiate between the two. And so you have to have a contractor that's going to tell you this roof is no good. I don't care what the insurance company says. Maybe there's not storm damage, but you have no granules on this roof right. and it is going to fail. Right. And depending upon the carrier, they are not going to write you a policy based upon the condition of the roof. Let's, let's take age out of it, right? right? You know, age is already a problem, which we've talked about ad nauseum. But if it just looks bad. Or just some carriers, if you have one missing shingle or a torn shingle, they can say, much. we void the, we will not write this policy yeah. off one missing shingle. Yeah. So, so the other piece before we get to maybe happier stories <laughs> is, you know, we talk to realtors a lot. We work with a number of realtors and it's, it's always difficult. I think for them, because they're up against it with, with option ending and all that. But the sooner we can get involved, if you're you know going to list a house on the buyer side, the sooner you can get us out there knowing full well that the inspector is going to say, well, you really should have a professional contractor yeah. come look at this. Have us do it on the front end. Let, let's Please. give you an idea of, of what you're walking into. Because as Eric said, I mean, one shingle, they're not going to write a policy for you. It's going to have to be addressed. So you might as well know about it beforehand. Well, from the seller standpoint, you might not know depending on the roof and 
the height or the you know how it's cut up you might not know that you have a missing shingle or a torn shingle. yeah you can't so see you, it you couldn't see it from the ground you never know um and like cody said those inspectors are typically going to defer to a contractor of that field whether it be an electrician a plumber or a roofer to further inspect that or make repairs as needed so having us out on the front end is crucial if you know you're going to list a house or the moment that you've got some interest from a buyer and there could be a potential contract get us out there for your buyer's sake just to be able to give that blessing or say hey there's probably some issues you need to look at so you can start that negotiation early yeah absolutely so so that's that's my first negative negative story and that, you guys said i was depressing i don't know <laughs> jeez but truly i mean that's that's the worst one i've ever yeah, walked it was, into it was really bad. just because it was so contentious from the beginning um they they typically don't go that way i mean any when we're going out on behalf of the buyer there's always you know a certain degree of i don't trust you right right and, and i i totally get that yeah you guys but, are well, you're, and you're we criminals know, yeah. And, yeah we're criminals <laughs> and we know that from, again representing the buyer we, we have a, a, a very low shot at getting that job simply because the seller, if there is insurance damage, they're likely to be referred to somebody by somebody and their realtor or they already know a roof or, or whatever. So um, and, and we get that. But my story is a, a slightly different. Um, we had uh, a realtor that we've worked with before and she um, she had a buyer and uh, it was a newlywed couple. They were buying their first home. They're super excited. Um, inspector came out um that said the same thing you know you need you've got some issues on the roof um and need to have a, a contractor come take a look at these probably need to have some repairs made um this particular realtor got with me early in the early part of the option period which is always helpful um i was able to get out there that same day and and i called her and i was like hey there's hail damage all over this roof it's it's you know all over the vents all over the collateral the soft metals gutters everything so um, she starts negotiating with the seller's uh, realtor. Um, they filed a claim. Seller agreed to file a claim. I met them out there. It was a slow time of the year. So it helped that insurance was able to get out there pretty quickly. Um, and I met them out there within a day or two. Uh, it kind of went really smooth. They agreed. They bought the roof, totaled it. Um, and this particular realtor. Works. I think this story is a total myth. It's it's not. They didn't come out. They and did do it right. Same day. Same I'm day. Well, actually, it. that adjuster. He <laughs> yes, it was it was totaled. Uh, went to the desk, and then that person actually they did agree, and they they wrote the check. So it was it was it was. It's real. I promise. It's real. <laughs> it can happen. It can happen that way. It Don't can. lie to me, Eric. I'm, I'll tell you. I, I can't I handle it. Emotionally, <laughs> I can't handle it. But um, so it was it was neat because the realtor we've worked with this real this realtor for a while. And so she wrote us into the contract and we were going to be the contractors. Um, I was able to meet with the prospective buyers because they had to your point earlier, Mike, they had a they had a, they looked at it as being newlyweds buying their first home. And they were like, look, there's something wrong with the roof. Like that was a huge red flag to them. Yeah. Like they're like, we're not buying this house. Like we, we're done. We don't we, we're not buying this house. We don't want anything to do with a bad roof of any way, any kind. So um, I was able to meet with them later in the process. Um, they picked out shingles. They wanted to change the color of some stuff. So we were able to kind of go through that process. Super excited. Um, and then we did, we put a date and like an install date. It was going to be a little bit beyond, it was after the option period, a little bit beyond closing, but we took care of it and um, everything worked out. It was the, the, the new buyers were happy. I think the sellers were even, you know, just glad that they didn't lose the sale um, and were, you know, able to get it done for, for both parties. So well, that's the world everybody's in right now with the, with the real estate market is sellers are willing to do a lot of things because right. they want to make sure they can sell their house yeah. and Which buyers, is, especially first time buyers are real skittish about stuff. Absolutely. And if you don't have a good realtor and you don't have good contractors that can explain and say, Hey, look, 
it's, it's foundation stuff. It happens all the time. Sure. People are like, oh my gosh, yeah. the foundation's ruined. We got to quit. That's it's scary. like, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, this is Texas. This right. happens. You yeah. can fix it. You, you know, you can make repairs, right? Yeah. yeah so. And the other piece of that too is, you know, we talk about the buyer side, the seller side, how much we much prefer to work on the buyer side because we're involved from the beginning. It just makes it easier. And when you're on the seller side, I'm sorry, you, on the yeah, buyer the side, side yeah. it, it's hard to get the contractor involved that you want. So let's assume you can't. I, I, there's a couple of really important things as the buyer that you want to know. You want to know, one, is that warranty going to transfer over to you? Right. You want that warranty and you want to see that prior to buying the home. Because we we see that a lot where they just had two chucks in a truck go out and slap a roof on. There's no, there's warranty, no warranty at and, all. Yeah. So the first leak you get the first spring that you own that home, well, that's out of your pocket from from the word go. Right. So, so that's super important. And, you know, again, the shingle quality, are they out buying factory seconds, which mm -hmm. that happens. They're, yeah, they're out right? there. So, so there's just, you do want to have some involvement. I, I personally, you know, when I bought my home, like I wanted to know everything there was to know about the roof. How old is the roof? What is the shingle manufacturer? All that sort of stuff. He made me walk that roof too. I sure did. <laughs> sure. It would have been a conflict of interest. Slave driver. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make you. You volunteered. <laughs> That's true. You were That's compensated true. for your time, sir. <laughs> Did you feel that. safe? Did were you safe? Uh, uh, yeah. Show me yeah. on the doll. Do you feel yeah. safe yeah. in this room yeah. right now? <laughs> Show me on the doll. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, so don't. My point to all that is, is don't just say, "Okay, you're getting us a new roof. I'm happy." That that's not good enough right. for something that you hope is going to last, you know, 15 years, and you don't have to deal with it. So, so look at that stuff and. You know, on our side, when we do work with the sellers, we like to work with them that will help get us involved in it. Um, you know, try to do the roof for them, write us into the contract where we're the ones doing it. So they know the buyers know one, they have a relationship with us. They right. know they can call us. They know that the warranty, they see is the good. warranty. Up. Yeah. Absolutely. They know the shingles we're using, you know, we're putting the full Owens Corning system, system up there. Right. So, so they truly know what they're getting. So, so yeah, main, main point of that is just be involved no matter what, no matter who's involved, take a look at it all. Don't don't just pretend like it's it's not a big deal. Well, and if you're a realtor problems. and you hear this, it's the, the market's changing on. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen all the commission lawsuit stuff that's going on and everything, but um, listing agents are are going to play a much much bigger role in transactions going forward, most likely. And commission structures are changing, so agents are going to have to really be able to present themselves in a manner to buyers and sellers to say, "Hey, look." here's the services that I provide. Here's right. all the stuff that I'm doing. Here's why you need me. They have to give them their value proposition. Yeah, so and, it's a different set of values. Now. Yes, yeah. and, so, and so it's even more important going forward for agents to have a team of people that they work with on a regular basis. Because just dealing in the industry a lot, I don't really, we get like the insurance guys always have roof, you know, that's roofers that, that yeah. work with them or whatever. But if you talk to a lot of agents, not all of them, there's plenty that have good ones, but you'll say, hey, well, who's the roofing? I don't know. I mean, whoever you want to use and, and you have to have that trusted person because you got to have people coming out and talking to your buyers and sellers that are going to give them accurate information because that's another level of the service that you're offering to your clients. And you have to have that team of professionals that you can refer out to on a regular basis. And that, that takes me to a little bit of a touchy subject uh -oh. um, on the doll touchy. So are we touching the doll again? What are we doing? <laughs> you guys, I'm going to have to do this thing solo. Um, so everybody's money driven, right? Everybody wants to make a buck. And I understand that. You mean I, I do everything because I have just a great, great heart. heart. Yeah. 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 Uh -uh. I, I've heard your negativity. You got black, black heart. Sir. It's on the um, inside. But so recently, I, I don't know if I want to call it a shakedown, but somebody basically said, if you, 
want my business, you're going to pay me for it. If you want me to refer you business, you're going to pay me for it. I'm so, not surprised by that one bit, by the way. Okay. So, <laughs> and, and I'm not, it's in this, anyway, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go down that road, but it happens. Yeah, yeah. So, which, okay. If you want to compensate people for referrals, I, whatever that that's on you, but I prefer to work off trust. Sure. Right. I, I don't want to start any relationship based off of a transaction. Money. Yeah. Okay. So I, I know there's a lot of that out there on the real estate side. Like, Hey, I'll put you on every roof. I can, you kick me back. We don't do that. Yeah. Um, just on, on principle alone, because like with that guy, I'm going to give you an honest opinion, no matter what I Whether see, like it or not, and if I'm money driven to make this sale go through, what do you think I'm going to say? Oh yeah, it's fine. Good luck. Yeah. You know, you're going to be fine. So just do your homework on the people that you're choosing. Don't do it just based off somebody giving you a $200 gift card to go eat at Del Frisco's really know that, that they're looking out for everybody's best interest. You right. know, I don't want to go put a roof on, uh, on the seller side and just hope it goes away and never have to deal with it, but take ownership of right. what you're doing and, and do the right thing do with the, the right, right people. And it, it, I get it. It's, it's hard in our industry because there's so, so many people out there. So it's hard to kind of sift through and, and find that. Well, like that guy in the haystack. Yeah. Your guy. I mean, he, he met with three different roofers and kind of his, his head's still spinning. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. So that's why, as you said, Mike, having a realtor who works with, you know, qualified, trusted people who are going to do the right thing no matter what and aren't just looking to get that gift card. That's that's super, super. Well, important. at the end of the day, realtors, if they're good, their goal is to make the transaction. They want to close the deal. Of course, everybody wants to close the deal, but they want that client to walk away from the transaction feeling like they were taken care of Absolutely. at the highest level because you want to close more deals, right? That's you don't right. just want to close that one. They all have yeah. family and friends yes. and you want those referrals. And, and that's what I, I feel like the relationships we have with insurance agents and realtors, it's, it's based on that right. trust factor, right? It's not based on money. It's like, I want to make you look good. Yeah, sure. You, you're scratching my back by getting me on a roof, but I want to make you look good. So you use me in the future and maybe that homeowner and that homeowner's mother and aunts and uncles use us too. So we're going to do everything in our power to, to do it the right yeah. way. Well, like you guys said on the last episode where you were talking about how, when you go do repairs, you know, you're not making any money on those. Like you're just going and we're maybe helping. barely covering costs. Yeah. Yeah. You're helping a new relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the same concept. You're just yeah. trying to help people. So that way in the future, when these situations come up, you're the first person they think of because yeah. you took good care yeah. of them. Well, and you're saying how things are changing with lawsuits and all that. I mean, we've, we've seen a, a definite difference in, in real estate deals for us over the past couple of years. You know, the market has been so hot. I mean, yeah. the sellers yeah. had every ounce of leverage in yeah, that transaction matter. whatsoever. Like, buy the house, don't buy the house. I don't There's care. 20 people behind you, so I yeah. don't care. So I, I'd say the roof, roof was so far down the yeah. list on things. Um, that's changing right now. We have seen it. Yeah, is. Yeah. So we, our, our real estate business has picked up yep. quite a bit. I mean, I know the market is soft, but we're getting on more and more houses yeah. in, in comparison. Cause buyers are in control versus yeah. sellers and they have a little more leverage yeah. these days. Yeah. And so, so that takes me to my, my next negative story. And this is a, a pretty oh, heartbreaking story. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring yeah. it down. Turn the lights down. Yeah, right. Please do. You want me to talk, <laughs> talk real, real Gotta get real close. <laughs> um, so this one, it, it was in the heat of the market. Uh, Gosh, probably two years ago, two and a half years ago, something like that. Um, lady calls me, says, Cody, we've, we've recently purchased a home. We wanted to be close to our daughter. And when she said close, it was next door. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's I don't, I don't know about what that relationship's like. I'm, I know my wife loves my mom, but I don't know if she lives next no. door. But, but that said, so they were obviously very motivated to buy. Um, much, so much that I think they, they, 
they did themselves a disservice because they wanted this house so badly. They basically waived the inspection or not basically. They, no, they did. They did. They did waive the inspection. So did they not get an inspection or did they just, they did not. Get okay. Well, just as a side note, you can, you can waive the as is like, we're not, you know, we're going to take it as is, but don't ever, don't, don't do an inspection. ever waive. The Always do an inspection. They waive. The I think it, what are they? Five, Six hundred, yeah, like five, yeah, like six hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's 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 yeah. the dollar amount. That Never buy, here. buy a house, even brand new homes. Yeah. Get an inspection, yeah. right? So they didn't. Um, and these, you know, they were educators for life, so they're not swimming in money or anything like that. Well, she calls me, says, "Hey, um, my insurance policy or my insurance company is telling me that I have ninety days to get this roof taken care of, or we're not going to have a policy at all." And just purchased the home, hadn't been in it, you know, thirty days. I go out, I look at this roof and it is destroyed. I mean, just blasted. One of the worst you'll ever see. Mm -hmm. And I say, okay, um, th this is a problem obviously, but what kind of relationship do you have with the seller? And they say it was not a good relationship. I said, well, the, I, I knew when the storm was, the storm had happened, I, I think two weeks yeah. prior to them buying this home, Ugh. literally. And so I said, well, the best case scenario for you is you need to reach back out to the seller by any means necessary and see if they're willing to file a claim. That's best case. Then everything can be handled through insurance. You don't have to worry about it. You get a new roof and everybody goes off and, and they're happy. So they tried that multiple times. The, the seller wasn't having it. Yeah. They, they weren't going to do it. They didn't want to be involved. You bought the house essentially as is you had every opportunity to, to take a look at all this stuff and, and you chose not to. So I'm sorry. That, that's it. You know, but that real side note. So people don't, might not know that, that, that you can actually go back to the seller yeah. because it's the insurance company that had the policy at the time of the storm is still quote unquote on the hook for that. Depending upon the time constraints. Yeah. Depending yes. on that. So there, there is a way to go back and we tried to have her go back and do that. And it just, I wonder if there's anything they could do with the seller's disclosure thing. Only because, I mean, I guess it's what you know and what you don't know, but you know, if there was a massive hailstorm two weeks before, you know, I yeah, know. and I mean, devil's advocate, I mean, maybe the people were already out of the home or moved and didn't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but that this area, I mean, it, it, the, yeah, this was the terrible, whole terrible area. storm. It was yeah. bad. I mean, windows broken out yeah. car, car windows. windows. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really, bad. It, it was a bad one. So, I mean, it was obvious every roof was, was getting Toasted, roofed yeah. up there. So unfortunately for them, they had, they had no choice, but to have us do the roof and they had to pay cash for it. And, and I mean, there's, there's opportunities. I mean, you can finance and you can do things like that, but you buy a brand new home. That's the last thing you want to do is shell out. Who knows? I think there, I mean, it's not a small roof, yeah. I mean, 15 grand. Yeah. I mean, how much so, money did you just pay to get into that house? And now yeah. you got to come up with an extra 15 that you yeah. weren't anticipating. And it was all because the so, back to that inspection fee of five, 600 bucks Yeah, that would have yeah. at least, at least had everybody stop down and think about it and like figure out a way during the process, save five, 600 bucks. And then that out of pocket. Well, and that's grand. what the, 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 I think sometimes buyers and sellers don't realize like everything's, everything's negotiable. Right. So when you go under contract, you can, you, the seller can say, <clears throat> you want, you're going to buy this house as is. Yeah. Right. And you can say, okay, we are. And you can get your inspection still. It just means you won't go back to them for minimum, minimal repairs. But even in that scenario, you can go back and say, hey, I know we said as is, and this is yeah. what we all agreed to, but the roof is destroyed. Yeah. So if you fix it, we'll keep going. If not, then we're going to back out, you, you know, because you yeah. still have, you have the right the to back out. It's yes. too big of an item yeah. to just say, oh, okay. Yeah, you can still back out of the contract. Yeah. You're not like set in stone just because you agreed to buy it as is. And we, Brad talked about this a lot last week with the insurance companies changing the way they are right now with writing policies, you know, having claims on 
your your personal record, I guess, can make it much harder for you to get policies going into the future. So if I am a seller and I'm put in that situation where I've already sold you the home and you're asking me to go ahead and file a claim, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm just, sorry. Like, yeah, because who knows? I mean, maybe the the law or not the laws, but but their policies or mandates change. And then it's not a big deal. But right now, that's I'm not I'm not gonna file that claim unless I it's not gonna help them in any way. <laughs> that blows my mind because how are you gonna stop hail? Right. right. And, <laughs> and if you're in one house and you get a hailstorm right. and you get a claim, and then you move to another house and you have a hailstorm yeah. and you make it that's your fault. Like yeah. your your premiums yeah. are affected by what you just attract hail. Like right. that's the yeah. dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Again, and yeah, we, we might need to get some more clarity from from Brad on that. I mean, it's probably an hour worth of conversation yeah. there, but, but yeah, it's tough. So, I mean, if you're staying in your home and you're not looking to have a new policy written at any time, then, then so what, go ahead, get your roof replaced. You don't have to worry about it or whatever you file a claim if you need it. And that's what you have insurance for, right? right. Is when you have a need, you got to be able to fall back on them and have them take care of you. But just, you got to do it in the right time frames. You never want to have to go back and deal. It's a hard conversation anyway, because typically it's the realtors dealing with each other. You don't know that homeowner. Right. So I'm, I'm very apt to say no to somebody. I don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. So, so yeah, just do your due diligence, get the right contractor, somebody that you trust that will hop up there and tell you the right answer. Have a realtor, as Mike said, who's going to have a book of people that Context, they know and trust. Right. So, well, and if you're going to sell your house, I mean, I, and I know a lot of sellers don't do this because they do it for the wrong reasons because, well, if we don't know, then we can't, then we don't have to say or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you have roof damage, they're going to figure it out. It's not something yeah. that's just going to fly. I mean, occasionally, you know, like in this situation, you know, it can fly under the radar, but for the most part, they're going to figure it out. Right. And if they yeah. figure it out, then you're going to have to fix it. So just skip all those steps. Right. And yeah. the minute you decide to list your house, have a contractor yes. come out, a roofer yeah. come out and look Before and see. Before the sign goes up Before, in the office. Yeah. Hey, you're good. You're golden. Yeah. You know, and again, that's the realtor's responsibility. You need to advise your clients. Yeah. Say, hey, look, we're going to get, I would even say some cases like get your own inspection. You know, I mean, sure. especially in this market where buyers can be quickly scared away by yeah. any little thing and you need buyers. Get your inspection, get you a roof check, fix you know, a few things, fix a yeah. few things, get it to, to where it's ready to go. So when those objections come up, which they inevitably will, you've already, you know, laid out a you plan already, on what you're going to you take already care know, of. Right. And that, cause that's what we see a lot on the real estate side is option ends tomorrow at yeah. five. And yeah. It's today. It's right. today yeah. at three, three. Can yeah, you, yeah. can you get out there? I need photos. I need a report yeah. and an estimate for yeah. any repairs. I don't know so. what you guys are talking about. Realtors are always on top <laughs> they're, of things. They're punctual. They don't wait till last minute or anything. Which again, we, we love the more roofs we get on the better. Right. And we don't mind doing the reports and putting everything together for them. But, but what if there is an issue, it, it's not that it's, it's hard for us to get this stuff done. It's hard when there are issues right. to get things done. And I know options could change, but I would much rather know, you know, a week in advance than finding out 24 hours that this whole deal is going to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just do it quickly. You got any other good stuff? I do have deal? another good one. It's 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 not as detailed because you just said earlier, you said sometimes it's the realtors talking and we don't really aren't involved with the actual buyer or seller. And this is kind of one of those stories. So uh, this particular uh, seller was out, out of the country already had sold uh, or was planning to sell this home and was out of the country and inspection report, same thing came back. There's issues with the roof um, noted some hail damage on this one specifically. And so we went out there, took a look at it and sure enough, there was, uh, there was hail damage. Um, I traded a few emails with the buyer during the whole or the seller during the whole process, but really uh, was just me and the, and the real two realtors uh, talking, but um, got involved early with it. We did. And um, when, as, as the time went on and the contract came up, uh, we were able to get insurance involved and, and believe it or not, this is two for two, 
but insurance bought it on the spot right there. I don't it, believe it, it. you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Now I'm lying. You're giving us all You're your fairy tale stories. Single Christmas presents, <laughs> man. It's all lies. No, no, it's true. And um, very similar to the other story that we were able to, um, they didn't change shingles or anything, but I did, I had a relationship with both realtors because this, this guy was out of the country and he was, he was emailing me a couple of times cause he was, he was obviously very nervous. Like he's already moved. He's out of the country. Um, and, um, needed to this sale to go through. Um, and so we were able to, to help him out because we did get in on, on the early side of it. And I just can't, you know, can't talk about how important that is. You know, we just talked about it, but it is very important to get in on the early side of it so that we can give you that honest answer or make the repairs needed or make the option extended or whatever needs to be disclosed can be disclosed on the early side of it. Um, it just helps everybody out in the process, but well, we, we ended up getting that one done too. So it, it takes out. the contentiousness out of the, out yeah. of the transaction, because whenever you're dealing with something, it's always very personal. When you have a buyer trying to buy a home that they're going to live in personally with their family and you have a seller that are trying to sell a home that they're, they've lived in forever. You know, if, if you address issues up front, and don't have to deal with them right there because emotions take over mm -hmm. when when something new comes up that they weren't expecting then that person's upset and they're angry and right. you know and then that Willing feeds to into away. yeah they're yeah. Like, we'll just walk well, away from this done. whole deal right but if you're the seller and you you knew all this ahead of time and you knew hey that's okay like here we knew this was going to happen like here's this yeah. here's who we use here's our insurance company whatever or you reach out to your insurance company ahead of time and you say hey we're about to sell our house we think we might have roof issues you know can you send out it like get yeah. ahead of yeah, all that stuff i've got paperwork yes yeah. then then when someone has a bad inspection or something comes back it's not i mean i think i told you last time we did this with our foundation is we years ago we had a house we were selling and the inspectors had come back twice and said that they thought the house had foundation issues and in both cases the buyers backed out just immediately and so we went and got an engineer's report we just and it was fine the house was fine so we left that engineer's report on the counter right every time that house got showed and then the next buyer that came in bought it right away because we'd already addressed the issue. Like I know that your inspector is going to tell you that they think there's foundation issues, but here's a report that shows you from a professional third party yeah. company that there's not. There's yeah. not. Yeah. And from a negotiating standpoint too, we, we helped another realtor out just this week who's actually selling their personal home. You negotiate, you can say, Hey, we are going to do whatever insurance right. deems in their contract, or I'm sorry, in the adjuster's proposal, adjuster summary, we're going to do whatever the insurance company says. So you can negotiate with that. Now, again, I go back to my earlier point with that is just because insurance says one thing does not mean it is wholeheartedly true. Right. So you have to be careful with that on the buyer's side. And again, have somebody that they tell you something and insurance says something. Otherwise, you got to be willing to fight for it if, if you truly believe them. But we see that in, in negotiating a lot. And but it goes back to that tricky piece of just because there's no storm damage doesn't mean that the roof is good. Right. So you got to know. But there's different negotiating tactics. And and from our standpoint, truly, like we love real estate deals. They're they're great for us. You know, like when they go to close and they're paying us out of proceeds at escrow. We yeah. do that stuff all the time, which is great for a homeowner. Like if you are having to do a cash deal, you're not necessarily wanting to go dig around in your bank account. I don't. I mean, you tell me this, Mike. With you don't no big transactions right prior to going into a sale i mean it's it's that's it, kind of a i don't want to say it's a misconception it really what they don't want you to do is taking on debt that's okay, really what well, it is it's just taking on debt because that affects your ability to qualify well, but a big well, transaction you, if you can explain it it's yeah. not a big deal. well if you can't afford a roof how are you going to do it yeah well that's the problem is right. do you have enough money to be able yeah, to right. get are to you going to have to go get a loan to do that yeah. i'm assuming that's a red flag yeah that would be a red flag yeah. so so again have us come out and say yeah we'll absolutely do the roof for you let's just take care of it at closing it's great we get to work directly with title we send them the invoice 
the day they close, we get a check. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know that a lot of agents understand either, honestly, because I've dealt with it a few times where um, we can set all kinds of um, because when you have a title company, they're the third party intermediary of the funds. So if whether it be roofing or whether it be foundation or anything of significance, you can have a contractor come in and give submit a bid and say, hey, it's going to cost 15 grand to fix this particular issue. Right. And then we can put that on the closing disclosure, because if it's a if it's a um, condition of the property to make sure that that gets repaired as far as like the approval, then if it needs to be fixed, they can pay that at closing and then have the work done after. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and the seller can pay for it. So it comes out of their proceeds so the buyer doesn't have to do it. And we can still close on that deal yep. because now the money is going to be paid, not from the buyer or the seller, it's going to be paid from the title, title company, company to the contractor. Right. And that's the, yeah. that's the bank's assurance yes. that that deal works. Yeah. It's going to get taken care yeah. of. And it's yeah. great for us. It's, yeah. it's super, super simple because, you know, usually a lot of times we're working on insurance yeah. deals and we've talked about the two pay process, right? Or two check process. Right. So you get one check and then you may have to wait a month Follow before you get the final, right. but say closing is somewhere in the middle of that. Well, just go ahead and pay for everything out of proceeds. And as the insurance checks come in, that just, it's just your money and it replaces whatever you're out, you know, from the equity that you yeah. have in the home. Yeah. So it's, it's great for all parties. So we, we love working with realtors. These are just some of the, the hor I mean, good stories from good cop over there and, some of the negative stuff that you got to watch out for when you're yeah. doing it. Um, one, one more thing I want to talk about briefly before we cut it. So we can sit here and tell stories all day long, but we, we had talked earlier about the, I got the crown over there. <laughs> well, it's Friday <laughs> almost. Um, so the class four impact resistant roof. So if you have a class four impact resistant roof on your house, that does not, mean you have a force field over yeah. your house that is going to prevent hail from ever impacting your roof. And I think people hold that shingle in somewhat of too high of a regard. Okay. It, it is a good shingle and it's definitely going to help you um, with smaller hail and things like that, but it is not going to prevent your roof from getting damaged if you have large hail, right. high winds, things like that. So, so the way they determine that your shingle is, is class four impact resistant, there's some testing that's been done. They take a two inch ball and they drop it, I think from 20 or 40 feet in the air on a shingle and it, it doesn't damage. Okay. Well, that's just gravity, right? How many hailstorms do you see where it's just gravity, just lightly dropping out of the sky? There's 60 miles God, an hour dropping wind. balls. Yeah, yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, see, see how it does. So, so yes, it does add a level of protection. But if you've got two inch hail it's, coming in at 60 miles an hour, or you know, baseball size, whatever, I'm sorry, it's gonna damage your roof. Yep. So, kind of like in that instance from that that the story I told earlier, that guy thought his roof was fine. It was not fine. It damaged that roof and. and Another misconception, I think, with the class four roof, it's that it's a thicker shingle. It's not a thicker shingle. It's the the, the components that they put in that make it more resistant to kind of or not resistant, but resistant to hail. But it has the ability to flex and and come back as a little given. So so just be aware of that. The the impact resistant thing when you're buying a home is great. I mean, it's great for you because your insurance rates awesome. are going to be significantly yeah, lower. Awesome savings. Um, the the discounts on that are, are great. So, so don't shy away from it, but, but just don't go into it with the misconception that, that your roof is going to be fine forever. It's going to wear just like any other roof. And so after so many years and the heat and everything that it has to deal with, it's, it's going to wear out. So, well, this isn't a real estate story, but real quick, we, we were working with a contractor who was doing an addition to a home and we went to go do some roof work for that and, and, and bid that piece of it. And I happened to be standing on the roof and, and I was like, there's hail all over this roof. I don't know this homeowner knows that there's hail on the roof. So we went down, we start talking to him and 
and they, the, the both homeowners were there, husband and wife, and they were kind of both like, well, that roof's only what, five, five, six years old. And it's a, it's one of those impact resistant roofs. And I was like, well, you got hail all over it. Like, it doesn't mean that it's like never <laughs> right. going to like deteriorate. You, you do have hail. Superman's on. been yeah. protecting us. He <laughs> yeah. said it would be okay. So, yeah. you know, ended up where by happenstance, we, we saw the hail, we told them about it. They filed a claim and we were able to work with them as well. But, um, yeah, to, to Cody's point, you know, it's not a force field. It's, it's not something that's never going to be damaged. You still have to do, you know, kind of annual inspections and be aware that it can get damaged with, with, well, let me ask sizes. you guys, if you were buying a house and you were going to put a brand new roof on it, would you put an impact resistant roof on it? Or would you just stick with a regular old shingle and cause you're going to have to fix it one day anyway. So I just put a new roof on my house uh -huh. a couple of months ago uh -huh. and I did not who did your roof man it's some, some little fly-by guy yeah. just yeah, a couple guys in the truck, truck. Truck. they're from Louisiana <laughs> they seem reputable yeah um no warranty but that was cheap no um so we we put the roof on mine and I did not put an impact resistant roof on my house I don't think I would <clears throat> and the insurance so, savings aren't worth the cost to put it up there and you're gonna have to get it replaced. Some initially, not necessarily. Initially, okay. I think that the savings are, are, pretty significant. are pretty significant. Um, but over time, um, you eat away at those yeah. and then you get to a point to where you could potentially, we talked about with this with Brad, you can get to that ACV policy where you're not getting the, the recoverable depreciation. Uh, we're dealing, we've got a customer that um, we've done some work for him in his business and his home, I think that shingles 28, 30 years old and he's just begging me to come be able to find hail. And I'm like, I, I can't, there's just not hail on this. How about now? I'm sorry. Yeah. How about now? Yeah. Yeah. How Seriously. About now? Um, well, and so for 28 years, he's seeing, I don't know how long truly, but he's seeing his insurance rates just go up and yeah. up and up and, and up that's, and up. That's why he brought us out. And I've been out there three times and he's done the math. Do I just, how do I get out of this? Pocket. It's resistant to hail, but it's also resistant to your premium exactly, staying low. Exactly. Yeah. That, and <laughs> my bank account does not so like that's this. That's why I didn't do it. So, so truth be told, so the roof that I put on my house, it's a class three shingle. So it doesn't have the same rating as a class four, but it still has some wind resistance and things like that in there that make it somewhat of a better shingle. And there is still a discount associated with that on yeah. my policy. Not as much as the class four, but still a, a really good shingle, but it's not going to last forever because ideally in X amount of years, I want to replace my roof again. So my insurance policies aren't through the roof. Yeah. So no. yeah, Better. well, yeah. Insurance continues to go up regardless of what kind of roof you have. I mean, it's always going to yeah. go up and it's going to continue. I guess it plateaus at some point maybe, but, but it, it goes up. And if you're sitting with and having one of those roofs that can't get replaced right. because it's, you know, quote unquote impact resistant, then yeah. your premiums just keep, they're going to keep going. Yeah. And that's the deal. So in, in insurance only pays for same like and kind too. So a, a lot of carriers at a time were saying, Hey, why don't you put an impact resistant roof on? Why don't you put an impact resistant roof you on? Pay more for it. You're going to have to pay you for to pay that for out of pocket. Can you downgrade? Like if you have an impact, if you have the impact resistant, can you go down to like what you did as single three? And like you do whatever you want, Mike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, do you have to pay for that? You, you do not have to pay for a downgrade. The the tricky piece, eh, well, we won't go into all the insurance stuff today, but yes, you can. Okay. Um, we, we see that from time to time. People with like Decra roofs or. Uh, you guys always throwing shade <laughs> in my roof. Always. Um, it's a great shingle. It's going to last forever. Yeah. Um, but no, we see people take off, you know, like tile or old concrete yeah. tile and go back with shingles because you know over time the tiles have started to crack and things are like discontinued that. So, yeah so no it, it absolutely happens for sure so so anyway um story time's over all right that's all i got but um man eric yeah merry christmas yeah everybody, everybody out there merry, merry christmas. christmas and uh 
hope we uh, provided a little education today. We'll continue to do some more after the first of the year. Um, probably bring some realtors on after we've gone so deep into mm-hmm. real estate today, get their perspective on how we, uh, how we contractors help or harm the whole process. <laughs> but, uh, but we're looking forward to it and I uh, hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, we look forward to seeing y'all soon. All right. Take care, everybody. everybody. See ya. You got to go. There you go.